Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. This program is part of the Devil's Mark Podcast Network, the official podcast network of Shadow Path Diabolism. This is the Tuesday, September 15th, 2020 edition of the Dark Illumination Report podcast. And today I'm going to be talking a little bit about why everybody's so uptight and everybody's so stressed out and so worried about whether they're doing everything right and if that's a good thing or not. This is the Dark Illumination Report podcast, the official podcast of Shadow Path Diabolism, your daily dose of Diabolonian philosophy to inspire you on your journey down the crooked shadow path. Here's your host, R.J. Womack, Brother Nero. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining me for this episode of the podcast. As always, I'm your host, Brother Nero, a.k.a. R.J. Womack, and this is the Dark Illumination Report podcast, the podcast where we promote the religious worship of Satan and demons as a serious faith and way of life, and we try to do the best we can to help our fellow diabolists on their journey down the crooked shadow path. Now, on today's episode, I'm going to be talking about something that's kind of unique and kind of crosses a couple of subjects. First, I want to say that The Shadow Path Diabolism tradition is first and foremost a religious tradition, and it is designed to promote the religious worship of Satan and demons and try to promote the idea of bringing Satanism back to what it originally was, which was a devotional style of practice. I mean, this idea of Satanism being some kind of humanistic, anti-religious philosophy is not what traditional Satanism was, contrary to what the Church of Satan and the Satanic Temple try to teach you. If you look at history, the people that did actually worship Satan worshipped him as their god and worshipped him as someone who deserved worship and was worthy of being worshipped in the way that the Christian god was worshipped in the sense that they believed he was an entity that deserved respect and they would ask for his favor and his guidance, and especially in material matters like money and power and stuff. And they were more interested in getting things from him than they were worshiping him. But still, it was a religious endeavor. It wasn't a, you know, a some kind of metaphysical philosophy or ceremonial magic type thing. It was a religious undertaking. And with that in mind, I want to bring up something. One of the things we're trying to do with this ministry, with this podcast, with Shadow Path Diabolism, is to bring it back to a more religious approach meaning that we don't focus on magic for magic's sake. We don't focus on mysticism for mysticism's sake. If we do magic or if we do mysticism, meditation, yoga, anything like that, it's designed to help us connect with the gods, if you will. And when I mean when I say the gods, obviously I mean the demons. I use those terms interchangeably because to me, the demons are the gods and the gods are the demons. So there's no reason to make a distinction between the two as far as I'm concerned. But 
some people are still new to this and they get confused. So I want to make that clear. But so my first priority is to get us back to a religious sort of approach to the subject of, of Satanism and to get us to a devotional style of worship. My second goal in this religion is to get people away from this left-hand path humanism, this corrupt philosophy that poisons Satanism, that has destroyed the religion of Satanism and replaced it with a bunch of self-deification and a bunch of ego-driven stupidity in the name of occultism. It gives people the idea that they're somehow justified in being assholes to everyone they meet, and that's not what we're about. The other thing it does is it causes people to be stressed out all the time, and this is what I wanted to talk to you about primarily. People write me all the time and they go, hey, Nero, I'm doing this ritual to Satan, and I don't know if I'm doing my prayers right. I don't know if I'm doing this ritual right. I don't know if I'm standing in the right place. I don't know if I'm, you know, should I do it at this phase of the moon, or should I do it at this phase of the moon, or should I do it at this time of day, or at this astrological hour, or whatever. And all of this anxiety comes from the um, left-hand path occultism, this Western occultism that tells everybody that all rituals have to be an intellectual exercise. They have to be some kind of proof that you're intelligent or something like that. You know, it's always about, look at me, look at how much I know, look at how much I can do, look at how many astrological correspondences I know. And it shouldn't be about that. And in fact, if you over-intellectualize your spirituality, what happens is your mind gets in the way of your connection with the gods. So what we're trying to do is get back to a purposefully simple kind of folklore magic sort of approach to the subject. We're trying to go back to folk magic, folk style ritual, traditional witchcraft, medieval devil worship, uh, Norse paganism, that sort of thing. Those sort of approaches that you would see in those traditions. Um, and a lot of people think that just by doing that, that you're somehow getting away from Satanism. But you have to understand that this all goes back to the idea that these occultists who claim they're so far removed from Christianity and they've grown so far beyond it, only use techniques that are born from Christianity. All of these Goetia techniques and all of these ceremonial techniques and stuff, they have their basis in Christian ideology. And Western occultism is steeped in Christianity and Judaism. So when they talk about, you know, I'm a real Satanist, I do Goetia, you can tell they're an idiot who doesn't know their history. And so you just kind of have to leave them to it. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with with using, you know, some of these old occult techniques, but I'm saying don't let it get so, don't get so obsessed about it that you, that you become focused on it to where you lose your connection with Satan. And the, and the third thing we're trying to accomplish with this um, ministry, and probably one of the most important, is we're trying to um, reestablish the religious worship of Satan and demons because we believe that the demons get power to manifest through the fact that people worship them. We believe that they directly feed off the energy of offerings, off of praise and worship. And the more people that worship them and the more people that dedicate themselves to them, the more power they will have to manifest their presence on this earth. So a lot of people will say, you know, it seems like Satan and the demons were more present in ancient times than they are now. I think that's a direct correlation to how many people worship them and respect them. So my philosophy is I want to get as many people worshiping Satan as I can so that his presence will be strong on this earth. Because I believe the more 
people that are devoted to him, the more dedicated we are, the more intentions we have towards him, and the more focus we have on him and the demons, they can manifest their powers on the earth. And the less you believe in him, the less you're dedicated to him, the less people that are dedicated to him, the less his influence is. Now, I have no empirical evidence to prove this is so. This is just a theory of mine, but it does seem to be their power seems to be directly related to the strength of the faith people have in them, the belief that they have in them, and the power of the worship they give to them. And that's just my theory based on what I've learned over the years. And I can't say that I can absolutely prove it. So I'm, I'm being upfront with you and saying it's just a theory. But so I want to spread the satanic religion and the religious worship of, of Satan and, and demons to as many people as possible. That's one of the reasons why I want to help people who are too poor to get ritual supplies in these poorer countries that really want to dedicate themselves to Satan, but they don't have the money or they don't have the resources to be able to do that. The problem is that people will write to you and say, I'm poor, I wanna be part of the Illuminati and all that silly stuff, you know, from Africa and stuff. And we all know that that's a scam and it's not serious, but there are genuine believers in all these poorer countries that really don't have the ability to buy candles and buy books and stuff like that. And I want to find those people and I want to donate things to them. And I've talked to some of you about this before, but that's one of the things I want to do with this ministry. And I also want to give people a safe place where they can talk about their love for Satan and their respect for the gods and not be ridiculed. I don't want them to have to be lonely. I don't want them to have to be feel like they're the only people out there who believe in Satan, you see? I, I know it's a lonely religion. And in fact, I think it was Sean who wrote me a message and said, you know, I was a former Christian and I'm new to diabolism. And uh, it's really a lonely religion and it's very difficult to find people that share your beliefs. I know it is. And if it's not Sean, I'm sorry if, if I'm referring to you by the wrong name, but I got so much mail this week and it was all the same type of questions too. It was all, I'm, I'm leaving Christianity. I want to become a diabolist. Do you have any suggestions for me? And the first suggestion I will give all of you is don't overcomplicate it. Just simply light a candle, anoint the candle, dedicate it to Satan, and talk to Satan like you would any other god. Pray to him. Let him know that you want him to reveal himself to you. Let him know what you're willing to do for him and, and make a commitment to him. It doesn't have to be a complicated ritual. It doesn't have to follow all the occult correspondences. It doesn't have to follow the rules in the ancient grimoires. As long as it's from your heart, and as long as you're serious about it, Satan typically responds. I can't guarantee you he will respond, but he typically does. And in fact, one of the things I often hear from a lot of people is, you know, I prayed to the Christian God, or I prayed to this God or that God, and I never got a response. And then I prayed to Satan, and he responded immediately. And that is very typical of Satan. I can't tell you how many times I've heard that. There are people that come I come across or that write me that say, you know, I prayed to Satan a lot and he never answers me and I don't know why. Can you tell me why? And the answer to that is, no, I can't. I can't tell you why. I wish I could. I wish I could help you, but I'm not Satan. So I can't speak for him and I don't know why he does what he does. If I could, I would try to help you, but I can't. And that's, that's another thing about being a minister. A minister will tell you the truth. They will tell you when they can't speak for the gods, and they will tell you when they don't have the answers for you. 
a con artist will always try to have the answers for you. A con artist will always tell you he has the solution to your every problem. A minister knows his limitations or her limitations. They know what they can and cannot do, and they know what they can say and what they can't say, right? So I just want you to know that I know how lonely it is. I know how hard it is. I know it's not easy with your friends and family to follow this path. I know. I know more than you think because I've been doing this since I was 12, and I've dealt with my family all these years and how they look at me and how some of my relatives still look at me to this day. I deal with it every day of my life, and you know for a fact that I deal with ridicule and persecution just simply for having a religious point of view. You've all seen it yourself, some of you have anyway, that have been following me on certain social media. You see that I'm under attack just simply for presenting my views and presenting my ideas. And even though I try to defend myself, or even if I was to try to defend myself, it wouldn't make any difference. These people would still come at me because they don't hate me for some alleged infringement of their their trademark or their copyright. They hate me because of what I believe. They hate me because I believe in Satan and I don't believe in their occult, left-hand path, stupid, ignorant, poisonous philosophy. And that's okay. I'm cool with it. I'm not a pussy. I can handle it. You know, the thing is, thing is, I knew that this religion wasn't going to be easy. I knew that standing up for Satan was not going to be easy. I never thought that I would be liked by many people. I never thought that people would adore me and, and give me praise for worshiping Satan. I always thought that I would be persecuted. So this is not a surprise to me. It kind of goes with the job. And just a little advice for all you other ministers out there or potential ministers. If you don't have the balls or the intestinal fortitude to stand up for yourself, and to stand up for your God or your gods, and you can't take a little persecution or a little threat or a little bit of attitude, then you're not cut out for this and you'll never make it because it comes with the territory. It's a nasty, nasty religion. It's a nasty religion, not because of Satan, but because of all the people that claim to worship him, but yet act like they have the right to judge other people and to tell other people how they should believe. And I've tried very hard to not do that as much. You know, only time I really criticize people anymore, or at least I try to only criticize people about, is when they're actually being deceptive about what they're teaching people. You know, when they say stuff that's simply just not true. Okay, guys, that's about it for today. But I just want to say one final thing before I close this episode. And that is, do what you feel is right in your heart. Do what you feel Satan is guiding you to do. Don't worry about what everybody else thinks and don't overthink it because overthinking it and over-intellectualizing it is going to interfere with your connection with Satan. And it's unfortunate that the left-hand path or Western occultism, both left-hand and right-hand path, have got people to the point where, where they overthink things. They worry about everything. They worry about whether they're doing things on the right time of day, whether they're doing it during the right phase of the moon, whether they're doing it at the right astrological moment or whatever. And that interferes with your worship of Satan. That interferes with your devotion. That interferes with your connection. Don't overthink it. Do what feels natural. Do what feels right. Do what comes from your heart and only add stuff, occult elements into it if it makes your ritual stronger, if it makes your connection stronger, 
if it makes you feel something. Don't do it because somebody else said. Don't do it because I said. Don't do it because anybody said. Do it because you feel it's right. And worry about making a connection with Satan. Don't worry about what everybody else says. All right? Take care, everybody. May Satan be with you. I hope to see you next time. Bye. If you would like to learn more about the shadow path, diabolism, tradition of occultism, go to rjwomack.com. That's rjwomack.com. If you enjoyed this podcast and support our message, tell a friend, leave us a review, and follow us on social media. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet, but if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details.